Hello there, welcome to episode 99 of Nevermind the Bullens, it's your bite-sized Everton podcast and vodcast, I'm Mike Peters, uh, we could just say, oh, this episode stick a flake in it, we're done, um, but we're not, we could have been, um, but uh, obviously the Watford game didn't quite go, I think as most of us hoped and certainly a lot of people would have thought uh, with the fact that obviously Watford are now relegated after that defeat at uh, Crystal Palace on Saturday, um, we went obviously to Vicarage Road last night in pretty good spirits, obviously, after the uh, victory at Leicester on, on Sunday. Um, you know, thousands of Evertonians making themselves heard, themselves heard again. Uh, there were 2,000 in the away section, but there were rumours about that there were 7,000 Evertonians in attendance. Whether they all got in, I don't know. There was an awful lot of empty seats at Vicarage Road last night. So whether they managed to get past uh, the uh, hornet's nest that is uh, Watford security remains to be seen. But uh, nonetheless, you know, fantastic away following. You could hear Spirit of the Blues um, uh, all the way from South Africa, which is where the stream I was uh, watching was emanating from. But you could hear Spirit of the Blues for the entire 90 minutes. Obviously, Watford with nothing to play for, very deflated, very flat crowd, and obviously us with something to, to prove. Obviously, a different type of game and that was spoken about by Frank Lampard in the um, press conference, three-match press conference on, on Tuesday morning, um, in terms of you know teams that we've played recently where we've won the games, we've had a lot of the ball, we've just sat and absorbed the pressure, and then we've, we've managed to take our chances. And last night obviously wasn't like that. Although, Leicester, although Watford, I should say, did have quite a bit of the ball, we didn't impose ourselves on the game. It was a, a bit of um, a bit of deja vu, really, for a number of games this season where we've been the most recent example of that being Leicester at home, where we've just not imposed ourselves on the game enough to to win it. Um, you could speak of Wolves at home, another example of that. I mean, you know, Brighton, you, you, the list is, well, lengthy. I was going to say endless, but it's not. It's lengthy from this season. And ultimately, we've not, we've created bits and pieces. We've had a couple of chances, headers at goal, from all from set pieces. Nothing really created in, in open play other than the, the Richarlison chance that takes a, a deflection and then um, is saved by um, Ben Foster. But nothing clear, really clear. Cut, create, created a lot of good openings and certainly should have, you know, final ball again in the first half. Wasn't quite there. But it, it seemed that certain players, you know, Abdelaziz Corey seemed slightly... Not subdued is the wrong word, but it, it didn't seem to know quite what he was needed to do. Whereas all he needs to do was do what he's been doing for the last few matches and really impose himself and win the you know win the ball. Um, and ultimately, you know, it's 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 disappointing that we didn't. You know, there are positives to take from it. Clean sheet on the road, first one we've had of them since August, I think, when we won away at, at Brighton. Um, you know, it's another away point. Um, so that's back-to-back -back away results that we've, we've actually, you know, positive results. And if you put it in the context of the two matches, if before the Leicester game, you'd have said to us, right, any Everton, right, you get four points out of your next two away games, we'd have gone, yep, happy with that. Um, and, you know, I, I've got off my magical unicorn that I was messaged about being on uh, after the back of episode 98, where I was told I was being a bit overly positive off the back of the uh, win at Leicester and talking about I was challenging for Europe next season and all this type of stuff. But being an Evertonian for you, we're an eternal optimist, aren't we? Um, and, yeah, you know, we, we, we're not out of the woods. I mean, you look at the league table and you say, well, we're only two points clear now of um, Burnley and of Leeds. Obviously, that's really three points clear of Leeds because their goal difference is so poor. Um, 
and you look at the way that they're playing, they're just capitulating before our eyes. I mean, you know, that's two red cards to key players in consecutive matches now. The Dan James challenge on um, Kovacic of Chelsea was an absolute horror show. It was just as bad, if not arguably worse, than Luke Haring's, which was just a flying you know, reckless sort of uh, pile driver of a challenge. Um, and they are now, you know, without two of their key players for their remaining uh, couple of matches. Um, and you just think that their, their heads have gone um, and panic is set in, whereas actually our, our sort of, you know, the would sort of, it's, it's like a graph, isn't it? Where theirs is going down and we're sort of moving up on an upward curve and they're very much the opposite of that. Um, Burnley, well, they're a bit of a, an unknown quantity really, aren't they? Because, I mean, obviously they've had a good run of form and then they lost um, at the weekend uh, to Villa. Uh, they've still got three games left, you know, level on games with the number of games played now. So that was our game in hand on them where we really could have put us a little bit of daylight between ourselves and Burnley. But... Um, we're not there, but we, with the two home games that we've got coming up, Brentford and Palace, it's still in our own hands. If we win those two games, that takes us to, what, 42 points. Um, and that should be more than enough. I've said, been saying that for a, a few weeks, um, that 42 points, I mean, in most seasons is, is enough. I think it's only that year where West Ham got relegated. I think it was it 2003, and they got 44 points and still went down. Um, but that certainly should be enough to, to see us safe. I mean, even arguably, I think one result because of Leeds' inferior goal difference, one win out of those last two, even four points, a win and a draw, would that would take us to 40 and that would see us, uh, see us safe. But we need to get those two wins so we can go into that last game against Arsenal. Um, with with uh, sort of a bit of breathing space and can and, and you know can relax a bit and we'll probably get beat because we invariably do at Arsenal but you know it was just disappointing to have had that opportunity presented to us uh, and just again not not taking it. Um, I don't think anybody played poorly, really. Um, you know, there were. I didn't feel Charleston got enough enough support. You know, he was. I don't quite know what the game plan was to sort of in terms of him being a physical presence. We probably could have done with Solomon Rondon or Dominic Calvert Lewin on, on much earlier than they came on. Um, Calvert Lewin coming with fifteen minutes to fifteen minutes to go didn't really get enough time to uh, influence the game. Uh, but he's not really influenced many games this season. I think he's just got to write this season off as a bad lot and go again. Um, come pre-season whether he's does that with Everton or whether he does it with somebody else I don't know I get the distinct impression with him that there's sort of the body languages that right I've, I need I need to change the scenery I want I want to move now um, I'm hoping that's not the case um, but who, who who knows uh, we have to wait for that one to, to play out in the in the summer um, but yeah he yeah, was yes just a disappointing very insipid kind of game uh, to watch um, with you know a team with nothing to play for and a team with a lot to play for, and we couldn't quite you know work out the equation of how to unlock the box and and get take that three points because all it needed was one goal. If we'd scored one goal, Watford were not coming back into it. The amount of players that they had missing uh, last night, you know, and again it's even more disappointing. It was almost a, a second string. Watford, to a degree, you know, a lot of key players of theirs this season, a lot of their better performers in terms of Saar and Dennis and people like that, and Josh King, of course, the scourge of us at Goodison earlier in the season, not playing. And that was disappointing that we couldn't manage to get that result. But, you know, as I say, four points from those two matches before those two games, given how 
atrocious our away form has been this season, I think any Evertonian would have gone, yeah, more than happy with that. The wins come, obviously, where we probably didn't maybe expect it to get. And the, the game we felt that we'd really pinned our hopes on actually getting the, the three points. You're thinking, right, well, if we can pick up another three, that's a, bit, that's a bonus. Um, but four points in the context of the season, looking at now we are away from the, you know, out of the relegation zone. Um, with that tiny little buffer, two points isn't enough. But as I said, it's it's more it's closer to, to three on the basis that with Leeds' vastly inferior goal difference um, puts us in a a better position than we were in certainly um, certainly a week ago, um, and that's the the thing that we have to have to bear in mind. Um, obviously, going forward, you know, Yeri Mina looks like he won't play any part in those two um, those two home games against Palace and Brentford. Um, whether anybody else is, is back in, in the fold remains to be seen. I don't know if Fabian Delft seemed to pull up slightly last night um, just before he was taken off and replaced by Alan, but he seemed to walk off okay. I just wonder whether him playing two games in three days is is, is, is a bit bit much for him. Whether we'll see him on Sunday remains to be seen, but Alan could come in and obviously fill that role very well. Um, although Fabian Delft's been excellent the last sort of couple of games and has been a key component in our um, upturn in, in form. So hopefully we can get at least one more game of the next two out of him. Maybe not Sunday, maybe it will be next Thursday against Palace, but we shall see. Um, so, things are better than they were. Um, a point is always a good result on the road. I think the old adage goes, and you know, certainly a, a, a clean sheet, always good, but it's just in the context of the season and where we were at after Leicester and that sort of euphoria has not quite translated itself as we wanted it to. Um, on the pitch, it certainly did off the pitch, but on the pitch didn't quite get there. But you know, we're, as I say, we're in a better position than we were, um, you know, ten days ago, two weeks ago. So that has to be looked at in a broader, uh, a broader context than that. So on we go to uh, Brentford on Sunday. They're playing well at the minute. It's going to be a, a, a difficult game, but I think the power of Goodison, um, Brentford now thoroughly safe and thoroughly comfortable and preparing for their next season in uh, in the Premier League. And fair play to them for uh, having got through that difficult first season. They've got the more def- even more difficult second season to come. Um, but uh, you know, it's certainly a game that we should. We're only maybe we're going to win it. We we'll win it by the odd goal, but I just think the the, the sheer force of of will. Um, a Goodison on Sunday will hopefully see us through to that three points, which could, depending on the results at the uh, at the weekend, be enough to say right we're mathematically there. Um, not quite sure who Leeds have got this weekend as it goes. I haven't checked the fixtures, um, but um, you know it, it's a it's a it's a big big opportunity to really put some daylight between us and Burnley and uh, and Leeds as well. So it's an opportunity that we must must take. Uh, always good to hear from you uh, at NMTV Pod on Twitter if you want to get in touch. NMTV Pod at gmail.com or the comments section uh, of the vodcast if you are watching this on the YouTube. Uh, this has been a top content production, and until the next time, come on you blues. Mm-hmm.